Let's go. All right. I'm live. I'm live. Oh, I think we're on the video now. Clap. Don't do it again. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And you see that spike there? That's what I think. <laughs> I don't even got to listen to anything else. I don't have any topics prepared for today. You want to open up with that shooting topic we never got on? The Texas shooting? Because we kept we kept almost getting on that topic last week, and then we didn't. Let's talk we, did about Did we really shooters. never get onto it? We never got on to Shit. it. <laughs> Let's do it. We literally started talking about that Texas shooting, and then like got tangented away from it. So tell, tell us about the shooting, Justin. Me? Well, yeah, it was your topic originally. All right, let's do an intro for this year because this is a special episode. Yeah, a special episode. God damn it. Yeah. I want to welcome everybody. There's a Middle Eastern um, man. This ain't the, this is the prepared Frank shit. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It's the... It's October. It's October. <laughs> it's my boy Jay in the building. All What's right. What's up? What's up, guys? I want to know, okay, so I want to just throw this all out there to you guys. Um, we've been talking a bit how, like, we've been doing this whole thing with me and Connor. And Jay from the Middle East remoting in. Remoting in, okay. I want to just, I just got to do this real quick. We're here. We're in one building, one area code, one zip code, one building itself. Here. Look at this place. We're all here, cramped in a room with three men, and I can smell each of you. Probably. <laughs> it's wonderful and beautiful and delicious and disgusting at the same time. Are we the stinky ones, though, dude? I'm the stinky one. That's what I'm thinking. I forgot to brush today. <sighs> oh, I wonder what your take is on that. Cause I, did you guys see that thing that was going around on Twitter where the one guy just basically went out and was like... Um, it was like a photo of a, an Indian strip club or like nightclub. Oh, God. Okay, and, continue. Uh, like all it was was just a photo. And like in the photo, you can see it's like nothing but Indian dudes. And he's just like, you know, it smells wild. In there. <laughs> <laughs> and literally the dude got dragged by like the entirety of India's Twitter user base. All of them using hard R's. <laughs> they would definitely do Hard that. R's? Hard R's. How do like you the, use a hard like, R there? Like, Huh? Well, they like you roll it too. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my bad. My bad. Dude, look at my gut right here. <laughs> this is fucking supreme, dude. Dude, you you don't even you don't even know what a gut is. Look, no, look at the screen, dude. Now. You don't look even at what my gut looks like right now. Dude, this is disgusting. It's kind of like OnlyFans right now, what we're doing. Put that shit in. You're on the casting couch. I feels like it. It's black leather. It's pleather. Connor, you can't... You need to see what we got. I was always on the other side of the webcam. (laughs) You really (laughs) need to see what I got going on the screen right now. You know? competing with who's taking up more screen with your body. I think Justin kind of has the advantage because his shirt... Could I own the, the house? Yo, yo, all right. I gained 60 pounds in two years. No big deal. No big deal. Janae thinks he's going to come to my studio and casting couch me out of my own spot. Wait, are we doing like a BBW thing? No. BBBM. BB, oh, uh, yeah, M. But that's subjective, right? In today's day and age. I mean... Which brings us on to our next topic. Dave Chappelle talking about trans people. Oh, God. We're going to go there right off the bat, Jay? Right off the bat. Because, I mean, I got some strong opinions on this. I'm going to be honest. I liked... Let's um, let's go. Let's go. Let's Everyone, let's talk about it. It was a good it was about a half Chappelle hour topic. thing. But I honestly feel it was some of Chappelle's worst jokes. 
I feel like it was under par. Yeah. yeah, like honestly, for a Chappelle special, it was excellent. Even the crowd wasn't even really laughing at a lot of that, and I'm, the crowd was mixed. Yeah, the crowd was mixed. The crowd was mixed. If you like physically look at them, like they're. But I'll, I'll give it to him. The show progressed. Like the it first... progressed the story. Like he definitely yeah. had it as like part one, part two, part three. Because I'll be honest, what was one? What was I sticks? Only... Sticks and whatever. Sticks and stones. Sticks and stones. Yeah, that came out. Iniquity. Whatever that Some word is. Equanimity. Equanimity. Whatever the hell he's trying to say. When I watched And then it, the closer. Um, first, like, 15, 20 minutes, my girlfriend literally got up and left. And it's like, yeah. The space Jews really, like, that, really kicked people that out. Right? That I love space Jews. That joke. God. <laughs> As physically a Middle Eastern-related yeah, person. That bombed. And I'm it bombed like, dude, it was a joke, but, like, it it's something that you can't joke about. Yeah, I don't know. And then always being heard that like all Muslims are terrorists kind of gets old. Yeah, and maybe I'm desensitized to space Jews, but I kind of I thought it was like, dude, that's a good joke because I've heard it from like, like A to Z. Yeah, it's like this is for like, the past twenty years, <laughs> man. I've heard it from A to Z. 20, 20, 2001 to twenty twenty one. I've heard it from A to Z. Honestly, I thought that would be the thing that got him in trouble. I haven't seen any articles talking about that. That's that might not be the reason because that might have like a backlash of of publicity that they might not want to agree with at that point. But yeah. if you go back, like I thought it was a great joke. Because was it? Nick Cannon got in trouble for doing like jokes about well, basically talking about Jewish people having elite power. Yeah. I mean, Justin, do you have something to say about this? I have a lot to say about this. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. To be honest. Um, I think there's a couple aspects to comedy that I really appreciate, okay? One of the big things in comedy is fucking making somebody laugh, right? So, if you... Counted the laughs per minute, you could argue somebody like Mitch Hedberg to be the greatest comedian ever. But I don't think all comedy comes from bam, bam, bams. You're laughing the whole time. I think one of the things specifically Chappelle, Tom Segura, Bill Burr, a lot of these guys build on are these long stories that kind of mm-hmm. build you in. Well, those anecdotes not, are the best. They're not laughing. You, they don't make you laugh. Yeah. You're fucking feeling like a piece of shit, and then they misdirect you. Pa! 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 Right? And that's that's the whole premise of their joke. A lot of times, I, I like to describe Chappelle's work as like inspirational speeches with a punchline at the end. So and like the more inspirational the speech, the better that punchline hits. Yeah, he's kind of like a preacher in that way. Yeah. Do you know so what? There's a lot of preachers, whether it be from any religion or whatever background. Can I? Can they I, always I'm, do that? They always like seal the deal with like, see. I don't want to say this is my thing because it's another. It's it's a, a bona fide comedian, so I want to say this is this is their thought. But they said, um, you know, the cruise in USA games. Where you had to hit that checkpoint every like 25 yeah, seconds, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? And hitting that checkpoint kind of allowed you to get to that next yeah. 25 seconds. Um, like keeping the attention of the crowd and the people so who are watching. So a lot of what Chappelle's comedy is, is he does dark shit. But just like in Cruising USA, he will hit that punchline, he will hit that joke. Right before he hits, or right as he hits that checkpoint. So he kind of like, right as you're about to be out of it, you're about to be lost. No, he drags you back in. You know what I mean? So he hits those comedic checkpoints while talking about some serious stuff. Um, I want to say that... (laughs) I... I genuinely think that if anybody who says that this special from Dave Chappelle 
was transphobic if they watched the entire special. And not only the whole special, but they watched it from the context of equanimity in 2017. And then the two-part special, Sticks and Stones, in 2019. He kind of wrapped it all up, which to me, there's this whole comedic genius of like, he kind of let three specials out as openers to kind of fucking close it all off Mm -hmm. with this one. I mean, I hate to be getting like super real right now, but does anybody else feel like they're tiptoeing around trans people? Well, a lot of people do. Like even like making this sort of yeah. I mean, analysis. It's, it's I feel like I'm tiptoeing. I mean, and he because you because we want to like translate as best we can without offending anybody. Right. You so, watched the whole special, right? Here, yeah, the whole thing. Eight is yeah, yeah, yeah. Last story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the beautiful thing. To the mixed clapping and laughter, yeah. You have the issue where I think the Trump card he has about it is that when he basically said, stop hitting down my people. Because there is the concept that he brings I want to really talk every about time this, by the way. Sorry. Is that it is like a bigger deal like making a transgression than a racial aggression. has progressed massively, and he's right on that. I mean, it has massively increased. We nearly had a gay president. We did? Who was the gay one? Uh, it was running for the Democrats. Um, what's his name? Booty King? Yeah, Budapest. Budapest? Yeah. Budi- he's Budapest. gay? He's married and gay, yeah. Budapest. How do you... Ki- Wait, he's married to a... G- he's married to a man, yes. Oh, dude, I didn't give a crap about that. He had great policies. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's the thing. I thought he was married to a woman and gay. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. No, no, <laughs> dude, was, this guy is like getting double my the vote. Three people that was... Had <laughs> actually... For take a minute, one, motherfucker. Had a chance to knock out Biden. Dude, take all you can. Um, but gay people have made it far. And they did it in the span of less than a hundred years. Okay. Yeah, but like gay so, people were could always be white or black or exactly. any race. Stop now. So the now, white gay on, people stop, made stop, it ahead. Stop. I'm not stopping. Stop, no. The white gay people made it ahead. I have no. a dream. No. That all gay people no. No. treated. I want to quote white gay people. <laughs> I want to we'll get on the floats. <laughs> I want to say from this this point on in this this podcast if you haven't listened to the Chappelle special go listen to it because i'm about to spoil a lot of jokes and i think we gotta just talk about a couple of them because that's what you're here to do so well so far it's been about no so he literally says jewish in the middle no he literally says in the middle of his whole special he says if you go back and track me perfectly i have never had a problem with trans people, my problem has always been with white people. Right. And that's a direct quote mm-hmm. from his special. And he leads on to say one of his next lines that I love is that specifically white trans people love to be the minority in terms of being trans until it's their turn to be in the majority, which is... Being white. Oh, he said that for gay people. And then, I totally yeah. agree with you. And then all of a sudden they lose their, like, they flip their shit. So, um, the biggest whole point I wanted to bring up about this, and the reason I had to bring that up is, there are a problem about punching down. And this is brought up a lot of times mm-hmm. by Dave Chappelle in this special. And it's about punching down. Now, Intrinsically, the second you say that somebody is punching down, you are saying that that person is above the other person, Mm -hmm. and they're punching down at them. So you are creating almost a social hierarchy. Yes, that's kind of where it stems from. But then what he says throughout it is that he can't punch down. He, as a black man, is not higher than someone. That's, and I think that's what he's saying, is you create this. So if he's punching down, then there's that. But he does not at any point feel like, as a black man who's been facing the struggles of a black man in America, he's not facing those, uh, how do I say this right? Um, I totally get what you're going with that. 
like being black and being trans isn't the same thing, but we have both suffered a ton yeah. and we're definitely at a level that's similar to each other. And then and once so you when, say when you like down, yeah, it's like when you offend a gay person, like what he basically was going on with it. Like if you offend a gay person, it isn't the same as if you literally kill a black person. Like offending someone who's gay is more of a problem than literally killing someone who's black. That's what gets more media coverage. That's what people more retweet about or care about. That's what affects him because it affects every minority. Yeah. When he went specifically there with the baby. Yeah. Um. He did. But I don't know. I think he really talks about the whole concept of punching down. And he really ruins it in that, like, as soon as you say somebody's punching down, you are putting them above the person that they are punching yeah, exactly. down upon. So you are now creating, like, a caste system. You are creating a classist yeah. system in which you are saying this person, regardless of whatever, if they make fun of this person, then they are punching down. Which means this person is better than this person. And he is a fan of comedy. I think everybody should be able to catch these hands. I think it's everybody at the same Exactly. Level. Like, why can't no matter it what? just... You can't be being... Like, if you think that you can't be made fun of, then are you better than everybody else? So, I think... That's can, what Chappelle talks about. You yeah. have to, Way better than us. You have to come into it at a tasteful angle. Like, there's a difference between going up and making gay jokes and making well-done gay jokes. But is that the real question? Is it? Does it matter about how good the joke is? Because I've heard some shitty Darius jokes. I think more about how it's presented. Like, if you're able to present something where the punchline isn't to put down on someone because they're gay, but it's more to put down on someone... For something they do that is influenced by them being gay is different. Mm. If the punchline is because you're Middle Eastern, that's one thing. If the punchline is something you do because you're Middle Eastern, that's a different exactly. thing. Exactly. So, okay, so you so, think it should be a good joke? I do. I think If it's a bad joke, it could be ostracized? I think it has to be presented tastefully. So how about this? How did you feel? And I'm going to ask you about a specific joke. Okay. From the special. Yeah. Not all of them. I'm going to ask you about. Uh, we're going to isolate one. Mm-hmm. Um, and for all the people listening, if you haven't listened, I'm going to spoil a whole lot of shit here. But he tells that story at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he says at one point that, like, he says... That this person jumped off the roof and committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And that's the most manly thing they could have done. Mm-hmm. And everyone was all fucked about it. And he was like... Because it's Dave a dichotomy Chappelle, of understanding what's manly. Dave Chappelle went on to say, You guys can hate me for that joke. But I know for a fact that I think... Daphne. Daphne... I know for a fact that Daphne would have fucking loved that joke. Mm-hmm. So fuck however you guys all feel about that joke. Daphne would have loved and laughed at me saying that's the most manly thing. And then what's the sign-off line of this whole special almost at the end? like Space Jews. No, even, <laughs> no, way worse than Space Jews. I don't remember exactly what it was. Uh, is when Dave Chappelle says, "Oh, um, I created a, a, a money for this oh, yeah, person's yeah, it's kid." Oh yeah, just like, and I want to tell. And her, I want to know. I knew your father. I knew your father, and she was, and she was the woman. she was the best woman I ever knew. Yeah. See, and I, that it's it's not a joke. It's a eulogy, man. It's it not is. a joke. So I feel that's like that's wanted. a fucking eulogy, isn't so it? The, so okay. Here's, here's I, I feel like it really it was like think about it. a beautiful letter to her going back, his friend. Going back to that story, when the heckler shouted, do the drapes match the carpets? And then she replied, I don't have carpets, I have hardwood floors. 
Right. That was a hilarious joke to me. Now, if she did that on stage, that would be hilarious. But if Dave Chappelle did that, that wouldn't be as funny. But Dave Chappelle did it properly because he did it as an anecdote of someone who's more fitting of the role doing it. I mean, it's like if I go up and I do 25 minutes <coughs> of hood Compton-based jokes, it's not going to stick for me. It would make no sense with me. It's contextually not correct. Right. So I think there's a degree to that when you make these kind of jokes that you have to have some sort of, not to say it has to exclusively be someone that's in, but it requires you to have an understanding that is present. So and has think, Dave Chappelle earned that right? That's, I think, what the problem is, is that Dave Chappelle is not a gay man. So his understanding of making gay jokes comes from either <coughs> his influence from other gay people in his life, or he's making it up. And because you don't know that off the top of your head, when you take the joke, it's just like, well... If I don't agree with this joke or I don't relate to this joke, I have to assume he's made it up. So you you think people don't believe him for what he said? Do you think do you I, I have an honest question and this this might sound facetious and tell me if I'm oversimplifying it, but right. do you really think comedians think that much about the joke i don't I think dave chappelle definitely does dave might but i mean like i don't think comedians need to think about the joke if like from a comedian's perspective they make jokes to make people laugh their job is to make people laugh their yeah. job is but, like not the more to important be... you get and the more mainstream you get but, with how much history dave chappelle has he crafts his joke a little bit more than just that, because right. he knows the effect that it'll but cause. But from a consumer's perspective, from the audience perspective, if the joke is displayed to you, to him it might be a hilarious joke. But from your outside perspective, if you're looking at it, it's just like, well, there's a straight black man making fun of gay people. I don't think he should be able to do that. That doesn't seem right. That seems like a white guy up there making fun of black people, or an Asian guy up there making fun of Mexican people. It just... Like, why does he have an in, you know, what is his experience to make these jokes? How do I know these jokes are good kind of deal? Because unless you are gay and you sit there and hear it and be like, oh, that's true. That's funny. But if you are another straight man sitting in the audience having another straight man tell you that, either you will laugh because you think it's funny or you won't laugh because you're not even sure if it's accurate. I don't know, dude. I should it really be this complicated? No, that's should what I'm saying. Comedy be this complicated? No, no, that's <laughs> that's and that's that's the part that I'm a little like. Like, why is it such a big deal that Dave Chappelle made a trans joke? That's no. the problem. You're gonna have people in the audience sitting there. It's just like Jay, like like, like Jeff Dunham this. literally <laughs> had a caricature of every race. Bro, I'm gonna Didn't say he? this, and I'm gonna look dead. Ass in the camera as I say it, okay? Dave Chappelle's recent special, in my opinion, is the greatest commentary on comedy mm -hmm. that has ever existed. I don't think it's the funniest special Dude, of all he time because like... he wasn't <clears throat> hitting jokes. No, honestly, I thought it was the worst comedy special. Because he wasn't funny. But it was a great closer. Really, it was a great closer. Yeah. Because it tied up like all of his like, BS. First, first third, hated. Horrible. It felt like he was just throwing away material or rusty or something. Second part got a little better because he started making callback jokes to his first stuff. But, I mean, he's making callbacks to bombs, it felt like. He's making callbacks. If you, if you watch specifically, now watch yourself here. If you watch Equanimity and then watch Sticks and Stones, he's not making callbacks in this special to earlier in this. He is using three other specials as the groundwork for callbacks for this one to be the right. overarching like right. I'm callback. Just, I'm talking upon. about 
jokes as a whole. I'm not even looking yeah, yeah. at like the message. Of the like joke. you go there, you the rate joke. it as a special yeah. compared to other specials right. that are out that year. When he and you compare it to other com- comedians. Like yeah. I laugh more in other stuff. Like when he with did the Chappelle story. stuff is you're right. It's yeah, commentary. I mean, you said commentary, right? Yeah. It definitely is a commentary. It's not really comedy. It's a commentary, but it's, it's a only funny. On it's comedy. a fun. It's it's only funny to people who get it. And is a joke only subjective if everybody gets it, or is if it's like understandable at all? Maybe this is to any why, group of people. Maybe this is why I geek out on it because I'm right at this point in my life where I'm like studying in my own brain, like almost the art of comedy yeah. in a way. And to me, I think like these three specials leading up to the closer, and then the closer, like to me. It's artistically, like, Cause un- unreal with how it's done. The reason I feel the first two thirds were meh is because I am almost 100% convinced he went in with the last 25 minutes planned, and then everything else was banking on. He's going to make that statement that he's done making jokes about the LGBT community, and that everything leading up to that statement is just him getting it out of his system. Just all his throwaway gay jokes. None of them are sticking, but he's just getting them out to fill that first 45 minutes. And then like the last 25 minutes is his anecdote and all those jokes. Because that's when it felt the best. That's when it felt the most minutes, well. Ten minutes, by the way. Ten minutes? That last story is only ten minutes. Yeah, but there's a few stuff that lead up to that story that I felt made mm-hmm. it better that's when it started to feel like not 25 minutes worth though i'll say like 16 like the last 16 minutes it started to feel more like he was getting into a groove again i'll take 15 yeah dude sorry, a lot I'm of people trying, i know didn't I'm even not finish trying to it fight you no no you're good you're good sorry, but it's like no, no no i'm just saying a lot of people i know didn't even fucking finish it yeah no that's what i'm saying yeah, i feel like the only people is... who stuck through it were like dude i like dave Chappelle. I feel like I need to see this through. Did it kind of like, dude? Just like, I agree with you. Talk it about, wasn't that great. Can we talk like, about like if you're the not like story? super into it, then you, you what? What man? God, dude, can we dude. talk about the last story? Sure. Okay, it's not the last this, story. It's like the whole thing. It's kind of stagnant. If I must be completely subjective, kind of stagnant. I only stuck through it because I love Dave Chappelle, but and the story it picked up. It but I feel like it picked up at like kind of like the, a little too late. But whatever. Yeah, it, when I it offended people, too many people too early, and it picked up too late I'm when you like, realized, oh shit. Everyone that's I'm what talked to about, it, I'm just like, you need to finish it. So hold on, you hold on, hold on. It, hold on. Exactly. I need to call. I need to call people who didn't finish it hated it. Out. You love the Cumtown podcast. I love the Cumtown. Now podcast. hold on. Don't say word. <laughs> I Don't say watch. shut up. Okay. Shut oh, up. Geez. Shut up. There is nothing that Dave Chappelle said on his special (laughs) that is more offensive than anything said in a singular come town. But hold on, hold on. So if we're going to say this is too offensive, you can't talk about it, then let's be let's let's hold that same energy across everything. A lot. I mean, you love. Big J. Okerson Le- and Legion of Skanks. Legion of Skanks. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee yeah. you, everything on Legion of Skanks is a million times worse than what Dave Chappelle said. 100% true. 100% true. 100% so we, true. we pick and choose, right? And that's the thing. Okay, that I'm you, you're, about. you're reducing me to like a very weird concoction. What I'm saying is that since Dave Chappelle is so mainstream, Everybody knows about him. He Why? has a huge following. Cometown does not have the Netflix. Hey, hey, Cometown hey. is like the fringes of society. So is Legion Skinks. Me, I only listen to that me, to make my regular jokes bullshit. seem not so bad. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. People call Dave Chappelle a sellout. Do you remember what happened when he was offered $50 million from Comedy Central as an early comedian. Do you know what he did, Jadane? Tell me. Please tell me what he did. He said, no, I feel like I'm continuing. He racism. walked away. He walked a fucking way. <laughs> and he went to Africa. 
He walked and away. And became Muslim. He did nothing. And now, and now he's making all this money. It happened. There's this, this is his trump card that he has. The reason he's uncancelable, the reason you can't cancel Dave Chappelle is because he essentially just said, oh, you want to make it about the money? Oh, I turned down the money decades ago when the money was real. So if you want to make about the money, fuck you. I don't think it's about the money. No, that's uh, what I'm it's saying. got a little bit about the money. It's a little bit about the money, dude. Who would even care to waste their time if it wasn't a little bit about the money? It's not about the big money. It's, it's about not about the big money. He's getting the money. He exactly. So is there a reason he may have put a little bit of effort into a hundred fifty million dollar Netflix? Dude, it, okay. Special, and he fucking looked at it and dropped. He the mic and is charging. Away. He is literally charging for his services and his time, which he seems appropriate. I consider Dave Chappelle one of the greatest comedians of all time. If he asked for 150 million, he definitely deserved 150 million because he turned down that 50 million. But I'm just saying, like, he wouldn't really make such a big deal out of it or take it as seriously as he did if he wasn't getting the money that he is getting today. And the only reason he's getting the money that he is. Getting today is because he turned down that stuff, create this huge hype over this stuff, and really attack stuff that was problematic in our society now, today. I, because I, honestly, I'm tiptoeing around trans people all the time. Now, can I? If also, anybody isn't, dude, stop, they should be. Stop. Can I also talk to you some facts about just like um, comedic numbers? Um, before George Carlin, most people took roughly five years to create a comedy special then george carlin came around and he was able to put together whole specials whole hour specials almost every year and that created this blueprint of every year putting out a new special now that can you do your 10 minutes yes Mm -hmm. so a lot of people started following that now louis ck he he had an epic he had an epic run where yeah. he put was putting out banger specials every year for like eight years in a row, and then Take, he just ended up having that weird thing. Now, now <laughs> nobody wants to fucking accept. I accept that he did that thing. I'm not talking about Louis. <laughs> I'm I'm off that. Shut up about that. When I'm getting back to Chappelle, is that like? He has legitimately done four Netflix specials, two YouTube specials, and a whole bunch of other like side gigs without repeated material. I mean, dude, he's, he's taken. He's worked a lot of places. He has. He's he's he's. I don't know, man. He he goes to like this tiny little. Like you just work your material. That's what they do. At least that's yeah. what they say that they do, right? I mean, they, they go he's to like got also like thirty eight years of experience under his belt. Too. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and he's been setting up like these ranches out in Ohio mm-hmm. that he's like you know just performing to his crowds. But like, yeah. yeah, but like to summarize, I feel like we've talked about this in depth, dude. Dave Chappelle had a great special. If you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. If you got offended by it, you're stupid because you, you probably didn't point, watch the whole thing. You didn't watch the whole I hate thing. to say it. And you if you're offended by me thing. thinking that you're stupid, then you don't really live in a free society. Yeah. Uh, freedom th- to offend, freedom to be offended. Yeah. So what's the big deal? Someone thinks you're stupid. No problem. I don't know, dude. I think I think he just he closed the door on like this era of comedy kind of just fucking yeah he did yeah like now this will be remembered as like oh post dave Chappelle. this this is this is huge people are like appreciating it if he comes back like within the last within a year i'll be like dude you just you mean bullshit dude no because he (laughs) if you really meant it you would at least give five years before you said anything specifically said a few things he said at the beginning this is my last special for a while and the last yeah. time he said that was when he walked away from Chappelle's show. When he was gone for like seven, eight years. You know what I mean? Dude, oh my God. Those are the hardest 
years of my life, dude. <laughs> I used to walk up to a friend in my class. We'd have visual basic early in the morning in like seventh grade. They're like, yo, you. bro, did you catch the Dave Chappelle last night? He's like, yeah, bro, I catch the Dave Chappelle last night. I'm like, you remember when he did this? You remember when he did that? I'm like, remember those titty jiggling? He's like, I remember those titty jiggling. <laughs> It was so awesome, and that's what I remember of Dave Chappelle, and he's grown into such this, like, God, I feel like he's grown with me. Like, this intellectual that can, like, go deeper, and, like, if you get the joke, you get the joke, but if you don't, you don't really know Dave Chappelle, so just fuck off. Can I state an opinion? You guys can openly disagree with me if you want. I disagree with you. That's <laughs> So, you can look at anything there is. There's the sport or play or... So, you can look at, like, the best basketball player. All right. So, like, what's the separation between Michael Jordan and LeBron James? Like, how how much, how dominant was Michael Jordan at basketball? You know what I mean? <laughs> how much was the best person in their craft... Well, I, I feel part of it too is yeah. like the walk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, am gonna say this after the recent Dave Chappelle special, and I only have a few firm opinions in my life. Cool Runnings is the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> LeBron James. This is the greatest basketball player ever. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Kobe Bryant is the greatest basketball player ever. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Um, Dave Chappelle is the greatest great at what he does. So, Mayweather might be the greatest boxer, but oh, Dave God. Chappelle is better as a comedian than... Mayweather isn't as a box. The the person, if you look at how they separate them, dude. But then, like, we come back. We come back to the idea of like what makes somebody great. Because as if you count like how many people like him, dude. No, not a lot of people like Dave Chappelle. Don't give a. Not too many people love Michael Jordan. Do you know what my dad taught me growing up? The majority of the world hates Michael Jordan because he's so great. You know what my dad told me? I grew up hating Carl Malone's a fucking dick. Because he rapes 17-year-old girls. You know he has. No, I'm saying that. It's fact. <laughs> That's not just... I was, about to, I was about to say, he has a terrible opinion on, you know, respecting women. If by that you mean when he raped a girl when he was 17 and she was like 12... Are we, we gonna, gonna get be, into this? Are we gonna have a problem? Are we defaming? Does this count as de- defaming? As a judge, would you be like we're defaming Carl Malone? No, I don't know. It's, it's I feel like pro- Justin is. Justin, no, no, he lives. no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Before we continue, I just want to say you're right. I do appreciate the Come Town podcast, and it's unfair to hold it to the same standard as Dave Chappelle. But I feel like Dave Chappelle could have made. A lot more retard and Asian jokes. <laughs> I agree, dude. It was too, like, two-dimensional. It was like trans, black people. Trans, white people. He did make one Asian joke, and I kind of liked Which it. One? Uh, Which the one? The COVID. He's like, oh, I've seen all these oh, black yeah, people he beat did. up Asian people. When I had COVID, that's probably what happened in my system. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. That was a good Asian joke. Dave Chappelle doubled down. I fucking loved it. <laughs> he pretty much was like, you don't like my trans jokes? Catch these hands, motherfuckers. Dude, and like literally and the it. most offended people have been the LGBTQ, even though he's made all these other jokes. Now, I so love, they didn't even watch the whole special and listen to his last story. Here's what I love. He basically gave an homage. The um, There's been like a meme going around about it, but someone took a screenshot about center audience. There's like an older woman and her daughter, and the With like got like pink ass, blue ass, like platinum hair. Hold on, hold on, you hold on. I screenshotted that on my Those own. Those are the two hold people on. that hold on. did not like the jokes hold in that on. crowd. <laughs> She's like, 
Why you make that no joke? No joke. I'm watching the special. And I saw him make this joke. And the punchline that he says before he cuts to these two bitches is he says, my problem isn't with trans people. My problem is with white people. And then they cut to the fucking crowd. Jesus Christ. I think, ironically, the uh, the mother in that group, I think, did laugh at the second rendition of Space Juice. <laughs> it was like, one like, of the only people. Because I liked when the first time he did it, and everyone's just kind of like, uh, and then in the background, Free Palestine! <laughs> and that actually got subtitled. Yeah, he's like, it's going to get worse okay, than that. literally, yeah. look at this. Oh my god, so, Justin, it's so big. I know, I know. Good for oh, you, man. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Is this what we're gonna do? Yep. Is this what we're gonna do? Yep. We're gonna try and go to a little segment in which I try and show you <laughs> the bitches in the segment, and you just wanna. I'm gonna fucking beat your ass, dude. You just hit me in the face, man. Yeah, I know. I wanna do it harder. <laughs> like, I really fucking held back. Because we were literally just talking about. Him pointing out these two fucking old nasty ladies. Let's show it. Let's show it to the screen. And I actually... I actually have it on fucking screenshot. Yeah, no. Those two ladies. That's them. Those two ladies. I literally screenshotted it because I was like, oh, they cut to these two bitches. Everyone's laughing and they're just like... The whole show, they're just like... Yeah, people kept joking. It's like, she wrote one of those reviews. <laughs> she God, wrote dude. one of those articles. She seemed so upset. And I was just Why like... Why would you go to a Dave Chappelle show if that's your fucking how you're going to stay? Maybe that, that was Daphne's daughter. No. 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 Okay. No. No. Actually, don't do that to Daphne. I've seen that people talk about actually the Daphne segment of it are all complaining that it's like, Dave Chappelle used this as as a way to get away with his transphobic humor. In reality, he's being transphobic by even bringing up the story. It's just like, dude, in the story, you can't be that your sensitive. community killed her. Dude, Bro, you can't be that sensitive. That's what, that's what it... Are anybody who that says, sensitive? No. Anybody Are who says that... that anybody who says that Dave Chappelle what? uses the Daphne oh, story... Anybody who says that Dave Chappelle uses that Daphne story as in I've heard this argument before as the equivalent of like I have a black friend I can make jokes against mm-hmm. I have a trans friend Her I can family's make, literally defending him on Twitter. He is he <laughs> like, is literally his whole punchline, his whole point of this fucking story is that he supported this trans woman. And because she liked him, Dave Chappelle, she caught so much grief. Mm-hmm. She fucking killed herself. Mm-hmm. And like nobody, we, we, we're all just skipping past that. Sinead's getting the cell phone out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just looking something up. <laughs> yeah. Not so I'm saying though, like nobody, that, that's what he wants to illustrate. Hey, one of my favorite things was uh, one of the people basically opened up their article with saying that um, Dave Chappelle claims that Daphne wasn't part of our tribe. She was part of his tribe uh, because they're a comedian. Well, I'm a comedian too. Does that mean I'm also part of your tribe, Dave Chappelle? Like one of the comments at the end of the article was like, no, because you're not funny. You're not a comedian. Dude, this has now become so sensational. This is old Dave Chappelle special. Was it supposed to be the sensational? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Were people supposed to talk about it this much? Did you yeah. watch the whole thing? My it has of created the whole thing. I love the He ended it. I mean, my wife it. watched the whole thing. He I ended watched it, and then I watched it with my wife. He ended it by saying, You're not going to like this. Fuck you. I'm the fuck out of here. I gave Who's it a that? thumbs up on Netflix. I think all you listeners, I gave it a thumbs up. Justin gave it a thumbs up. Connor, I thumbs. Gave it a thumbs up. Thumbs up, right? Yeah. You should definitely watch it. I enjoyed it. So yeah, this has been a positive review of Dave Chappelle on our Prepare for Nothing podcast. Yeah, first Dave Chappelle is the goat. We hated a lot on it. We did nope. hate a lot on it. We I talked didn't. about it for real, but we did talk about it for real. We did. Definitely. We hated on it. We loved it. It is what it is. 
I didn't. It's definitely a great show. I'm a Dave it. Chappelle and I'm sorry stan. If you're offended by it. Yeah, but literally are. now. I stand for Dave Chappelle. Listen to me, okay, Dude, motherfucker. You get that carved into your chest like a big D C. Dave Chappelle. Property of Dave Chappelle. Don't do that. Don't do the property thing. That's kind of gay. DC right here. Is there a. No, dude, that's only fans. Are you gonna ask me? To, are you gonna do this? <laughs> Damn, it doesn't. You're too soft. <laughs> Have Janae look at the pen. <laughs> you go like this, man. Go like this. You gotta bring the ink to the ball. In the thing, you gotta go like this. Okay, it's kind of working. You're gonna get a DC on your chest. You know your wife is going to make fun of you. She is. She makes fun of me. You're a gonna lot. be like, Ugh, she won't make fun of me tonight. <laughs> Rubbing it with a loofah. Bro, I'm gonna put a band. I'm gonna put a bandaid over it. It's gonna be like uh, one of those. He definitely rubbed pretty hard. That'll be a scar for a couple days. Bruise. You can put your nipple away. Oh my god. Okay, this has been the prepared for nothing podcast. (laughs) No, dude, we got 15 more minutes. What else we got? We no, almost started the school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So there was a school shooting. We just pretty much one black guy got mad at another black guy. And then that black guy pulled out a gun and was a really bad shot and shot four people and then tried to run away in a Dodge Charger. And then basically the, the teachers were like calling 911. There is a shooter on campus, and they pulled out the, oh, my God, it's a white shooter on campus type scenario and did not realize it was just black-on-black violence. Well, my favorite part about it is that that goes into why I hate the fucking statistical definition of what the fuck a school shooter is. But No one knows where it is. Go on! This is, like... What is defined as a school shooting is literally any form of gun violence that happens within like a hundred meters of school property. Yeah, but like that's not what like the media portrays it as. Exactly, like the media portrays like, it like there the is an active, active shooter, shooter on campus with an AK forty-seven. Not kicked, went home, came back with a gun, missed yeah. the dude, and hit four other people. Can Dude's I tell like, you guys something really weird? Hmm. I've been having reoccurring morning dreams. Okay. So it's like when you're, it's like seven ten, and you need to get up at seven fifteen. So it's at like seven twelve. That little gap, and you fall back asleep. And I swear, my morning horror dreams are just Connor yelling that over and over again. Yelling what exactly? It's like they're not. They're not. Connor yelling what? What were we yelling, Connor? I don't remember. School shooting thing we were just chatting. Fuck. Oh, they're not statistically school shooters? Yes, I don't know. I don't either, man. (laughs) Alright, so we should end it at 45 minutes. Jeez, this is a good one, guys. This is a great end if we think about it. With that in mind, have you guys seen the new fucking Chicago policy that got passed? Chicago policy? Yeah, in Chicago. What do you mean? It is now considered mutual combat for gangs to get into a shootout and prosecutors will not press charges. So basically, if you're in a gang shootout, you can't press charges another un, against another gang member yeah. who's shooting at you? If you're having any form of mutual combat in Chicago now, it's no longer... So it's like dueling rules. Yeah, basically. People are just like, Chicago just became a literal PvP zone. That's like a GTA <laughs> type law. Who passed this shit? We need Who is the governor go of there, Chicago? Dude. Chicago is just like, Wait, look, just there are like the county of Chicago. Like the city of Chicago? The city of Chicago. Not Illinois. Chicago. Just that. Yeah. Mutual how bad combat is shit out policy. There? Dude, how, who's been to Chicago lately? 
I, I wonder when I, I was nine. I like, 2017, maybe. So Past like the airport? I just saw the airport. <laughs> no, I was in the heart of the city. Damn. You see, but it was a while ago. Yeah. No, there's just. I guess there's been enough like person on person combat. Is that it's not considered murder or assault because both parties are equally involved in trying to murder or assault the other person. They're just like. They're just basically. Like, were you shooting at that guy? Did he yep. shoot back? Was he shooting at you? <laughs> yep. So you, after the first, say. Five shots, you agreed that you were trying to shoot each other? All right, dog. So ass. what I'm saying is, like, I'm going to pull my pistol out, and it might it might have five rounds. And if your pistol might also might have five rounds, then, you know, we might. Home this conversation robbery. is taking place before you pull the trigger. Yeah. You go in for a home robbery. The homeowner shoots at you. You shoot back and kill him. You're fine because it's mutual combat. No, it can't. You know, it can't it has to be on like neutral ground. Anything you steal, that's no them. mutual combat though. That's can be. It has to be neutral ground. You can't be like I'm coming into this dude's ground, house. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I don't know how that policy applies to shit. Definitely like that. has to be neutral ground, as in public property. Yeah, because the other thing I feel too is like the winner gets to choose the scenario that happened. I mean, the only person that's gonna sue you is the one that saw you. So, better be packing extra bullets. In I Chicago. feel like we're about to go fight out in the front yard right now. Do you think no, we're not. Like <laughs> we're just talking about Chicago and this law. Like, in the courtroom, mutual combat just breaks out. And the judge just like, no, nope, they got it right. Let him. I don't know. No, nah, he did say his mama was fat. Does so it depend on the race? I don't know. I mean, how bad can it be? Like, Why it'd be would somebody it depend with, like, on the race? You can't Janae. have a mutual combat. With he had Janae a water gun. Janae. He had a 12-gauge shotgun. It Janae. was practically mutual agreement. Janae. He didn't I... know that it was a water gun. Why <laughs> would this depend on race at all? Because we're talking about Dave Chappelle, and he's all, like, racy and, like, LGBTQ. We were talking about Dave Chappelle, like, Dave Chappelle 12 minutes ago. So racy and LGBTQ. Exactly. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin, Justin, it's okay to be white. Is it though, dude? You have Janae's forgiveness. No, I don't really carry much weight, <laughs> dude. I'm like, I've skirted the line. You know, I could be white, I could be dark skin. Don't matter. Do you like mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? Both. That's how white I am. Both? B-O-A-F? Yeah, dude, make it creamy however way you can. I love that white, creamy taste in my sandwiches. I fucking hate Miracle Whip, but okay. <laughs> I think we gotta send it. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys, especially in Belgium.